Good morning, or good afternoon. Unarmed. Happy Father's Day to all of my brothers and all of the fathers that can still hear these words. And for those that can no longer hear them, rest in power. As for the police departments of these divided states, over 80,000 strong, quite the gang. By the way, I'm not disparaging all of them, but those that do treat my people, my brothers and my sisters, the way many do, this one's for all of you. Listen carefully. To those police all over these divided states, I say this, since you've been called to protect and serve, you've done quite the honor, efficiently, I might say. Since that particular term, to protect and serve, became a thing, point of historical fact, it was first spoken and placed into the lexicon in 1955, when it was adopted by many police departments nationwide in these divided states. The philosophy goes back to Sir Robert Peel in the 1800s, who founded the first modern-day Metropolitan Police Department in London. As wonderful as that may seem on the face of it, I see the phrase somewhat differently than most. From my early years of watching them in action in the South Bronx of New York City, I see it a little differently. Protect and serve means protect the whites and serve up the blacks and browns and remove them from the general population. I see you who do the ugly that some of you do as the new overseers. And I pay homage to artisans.com and I paraphrase. We cooperate and we are executed. We walk and we are executed. We jog and we are executed. We run and we are executed. We drive and we are executed. We put our hands up, don't shoot, and we are executed. We mind our business and we are executed. We lie down and we are executed. We comply and we are executed. We fight back and we are executed. We are detained and we are executed. We're unarmed and we are executed. We exist and we are executed. All of those that you have executed are guilty of the same offense, if you will, living while black. Tell us, what are we supposed to do to keep you from killing us? Also, to the fine officers of the law, as far as our rights are concerned, when we're apprehended for an alleged crime, you know, those Miranda rights, we've all heard them, either in person or in the movies or on television. You have the right to remain silent. And far too often, after that, we're given as many rights and lefts that they can deliver and get away with, or at times can't get away with, while also following the letter of the law. When it comes to treating citizens of color before, during, and after apprehension with that oh-so-familiar familiar 14th Amendment looming in their minds, or maybe not, 
the much maligned Constitution that wasn't written with women in mind or people of color in mind. When it comes to us, it's guilty until proven innocent. Even when and including any videotaped evidence, cell phone evidence, or DNA evidence that would prove our innocence to the contrary. At which time it has been said, well, they're guilty of something. And by the way, all of the aforementioned individuals were armed as we all are. We're armed with the largest organ in the human body, our skin, black and brown, profound, and most definitely beautiful. It's my belief that the darker the skin, the more hate within. From a human perspective, however, race is what the letters spell it out to be. R-A-C-E. Really, all colors equal. Ebony Contrarian, armed and extremely dangerous and out. Homage to Brother Rick James, resting in power. And again, homage to artisans.com. Good morning, or good afternoon. Welcome to January 6th, 2021. The newest state that will live in infamy. Or as I like to call January 6th, White Wednesday. First, the facts. The words insurrection and insurrectionists are being widely used by news outlets and talking heads referring to the storming of the Capitol building and the rioters that were involved. Yes, the rioters. Some elected officials have leveled the accusation of sedition squarely at the feet of the former squatter-in-chief, including one Mayor Bill de Blasio of New York, along with Sam Licardo, mayor of San Jose, California, also a former federal prosecutor. In a statement, he said, the former president, and I quote, should be tried for sedition. What is sedition, you ask? A rising or rebellion of citizens against their government, usually manifested by acts of violence. According to Merriam-Webster of the dictionary fame, insurrection is the act of revolting against civil authority or an established government. Other definitions, like that of the Cambridge Dictionary, specify that the act is usually a violent one. What a shock. Sedition, defined as conduct or speech inciting people to rebel against the authority of a state or a monarch. A revolt or an incitement to revolt against established authority, usually in the form of treason or defamation against government. Sedition is the crime of revolting or inciting revolt against government. However, because of the broad protection of free speech, under the First Amendment, prosecutions for sedition are rare. Nevertheless, sedition remains a crime 
in these divided states. And also is characterized by any statements made that create a clear and present danger to rights that the government may lawfully protect. The other word that's being thrown around is a coup or a coup d'etat. That's broadly characterized by Merriam-Webster as a sudden decisive exercise of force in politics, but particularly the violent overthrow or alteration of an existing government by a small group. Some have described the event on 1621 as a failed or attempted coup, since apparent efforts to overturn the presidential election have been unsuccessful, and they're still trying. Whatever you want to call it, there were casualties. Not like the casualties there would have been if those rioters were of the colorful edition. A police union representative says 140 officers injured in the Capitol riot. The physical toll on officers who defended the U.S. Capitol during the January 6th attack by the mob is becoming clearer day by day with reports by police officials and federal prosecutors indicating that about 140 officers were injured. Officially, on January 6, 2021, the United States Capitol in Washington, D.C. was stormed during a riot and violent attack against police protecting the U.S. Congress. A mob of supporters of the former president attempted to overturn his defeat in the 2020 presidential election by disrupting the joint session of Congress, assembled to count electoral votes to formalize Joe Biden's victory. The Capitol complex was locked down and lawmakers and staff were evacuated while rioters occupied and vandalized the building for several hours. Five people died either shortly before, during, or after this event. One was shot, one died of a drug overdose, and three succumbed to natural causes. Natural causes. Call to action by their former president, thousands of his supporters gathered in Washington, D.C. on January 5th and 6th in support of his false claim or his big lie that the 2020 election had been stolen from him and to demand that the vice president, his vice president, and Congress reject Biden's victory. Starting at noon on January 6th at a Save America rally, the former head of these divided states repeated false claims of election irregularities and said, if you don't fight like hell, you're not going to have a country. These were his words. You need to fight like hell. Thousands of the attendees of the riot walked to the Capitol, and hundreds reached police perimeters as Congress was beginning the electoral vote count. What timing, you might say. Many in the crowd stormed the building, occupying, vandalizing, and looting it for several hours. They assaulted Capitol Police and reporters, erected a gallows on the Capitol grounds, a gallows on the Capitol grounds, preparing to hang Mike Pence and also House Speaker 
Nancy Pelosi. This was a concerted effort by these individuals to do exactly what they were trying to do. The rioters occupied and ransacked the empty Senate chamber while federal law enforcement officers drew handguns to defend the evacuated House floor. Pipe bombs were found at the offices of the Democratic National Committee and the Republican National Committee. Molotov cocktails were discovered in a vehicle near the Capitol. The former president resisted sending in the National Guard to quell the mob. Of course, he was all for it. In a Twitter video, he continued to assert that the election was fraudulent, big lie, told his supporters to go home in peace. Uh Uh-huh. The Capitol was cleared of rioters by mid-evening, and the counting of the electoral votes resumed and was completed in the early morning hours of January 7th. Vice President Pence declared President-elect Biden and Vice President-elect Kamala Harris, a black woman, victors and affirmed that they would assume office on January 20th. Pressured by his administration, the threat of removal and numerous resignations, the former president, gets caught in my throat by the way, later committed to an orderly transition of power in a televised statement. The assault on the Capitol generated substantial global attention. The world was watching, by the way, and was widely condemned by political leaders and organizations, both in the U.S. and internationally. That midget gnome, McConnell, then the Senate Majority Leader, called the storming of the Capitol a failed insurrection and said the Senate will not bow to lawlessness or intimidation. Several social media and technology companies suspended or banned the former president's accounts from their platforms. A week after the riot, the House of Representatives impeached him again for insurrection. It wasn't completed, by the way, because too many Republicans said no. His actions leading up to and following the riot, although many Republicans supported the attack, or at least did not blame him for it, As part of the investigations into the attack, the FBI opened more than 400 case files and more than 500 subpoenas and search warrants have been issued. More than 400 people have been charged with federal crimes. Dozens of people present in Washington, D.C. on that day, including some who took part in the riot, were later found to be listed in the FBI's, wait for it, terrorist screening database most as suspected so-called, I emphasize that, white supremacists. Members of the anti-government paramilitary, the Oath Keepers, nonsensical, and the neo-fascists, proud boys, how stupid, groups were charged with conspiracy for allegedly staging planning missions in the Capitol, although prosecutors subsequently acknowledged They do not have clear-cut evidence that the groups had any such plans prior to January 6th. In other words, this event was planned. I'll say it, and we know by who. Stay tuned for part two of White Wednesday and why I call it that. Ebony Contrarian, listening and learning all about Capitol News.
Welcome back to the conclusion of White Wednesday. Keep in mind that the rioting crowd are 99 and 9 tenths, probably even more, of the Caucasian persuasion and showed no fear of being stopped. Some might call it reckless abandon. I call it they were free, white, and 21 and had no fear of being stopped. Insurrection, sedition, a coup, an uprising, a case of tourists gone wild. You can call it whatever you want to call it. Make no mistake about it. Any of it. This was violence and an act of thuggery by homegrown white terrorists. For all intents and purposes, there should have been mass arrests and mass incarcerations. This is what white privilege left unchecked looks like. The attack on the Capitol building was not the actions of insurrectionists, seditionists, or protesters going awry. I contend that the psychotic sycophants that call themselves Americans that were following the lead of their so-called president who told them to go forth and take down the winners of the election and also take out his puppet of a vice president who refused to act in lockstep and decided that he could not in good conscience or legally ignore the fact that they lost the election. In addition, he could not go against the Constitution and take the roll call dignifying that Joseph R. Biden is the next president of these divided states of America. This was a concentrated and concerted effort designed to stop the ratification of Joe Biden as president. The date of January 6th was chosen not by chance, but pointedly chosen to stop the so-called democratic process. In addition, the timing of their assault on the Capitol was timed to stop the government from certifying the election results that would have placed a stamp on his losing the election and Joe Biden winning the election. Therefore, his puppet VP Pence would be amongst those that were targeted for death by the warring crowd, along with the Speaker of the House, Nancy Pelosi, who knew the ex-president or so-called commander-in-chief like a book and never let him get away with anything. She checked him at every turn, and he did not like it. These were white, domestic, homegrown terrorist thugs and thuggettes. To call them anything less threatening would be an additional crime. By the way, the date in question, January 6th, 2021, should be heretofore referred to as White Wednesday, a date that should live in infamy right alongside 9-11, and December 7th. The major difference between these three catastrophic events, two were committed by foreign perpetrators. The Far East, the Japanese in 1941, and the Middle East. Still, there's a debate as to who exactly is responsible on 9-11. And then there's the most recent, committed by good old-fashioned, homegrown white terrorists, thugs and thuggettes. The very same types of perpetrators that have, committing, have been committing crimes against African-Americans for over 4 
hundred years. Four hundred years. Additionally, I contend that the so-called insurrectionists are a microcosm of the 70 or so million voters that voted for the devil in 2016, along with the additional millions that voted for that very same demon in 2020. White Wednesday should be remembered as one of the darkest days in these divided states. And as I've pointed out before in the past, the one some call 45, which I personally feel is disrespectful to both numbers, I have called the demon in chief, the orange elephant in the room, the orange apparition, the squatter. He is not the person or thing that we as a people should be concerned with. On the contrary, it's the millions of followers that voted for him and subsequently voted again and were joined by a few more million who we are living and walking side by side with that not only are in lockstep, lockstep with that very same demon, but would be willing to follow that demon into the gates of Hades wearing made in America gasoline drenched undergarments. White Wednesday is also proof positive that many, what many of us have known all too well for years, that many in law enforcement are not in the least bit concerned with protecting and serving those of us in color. All one needs to do is to think back to many of our monumental executions that we've witnessed since time immemorial, from Emmett Till to Jacob Blake, say their names, from Medgar Evers to MLK, say their names, from Malcolm X to Michael Brown, say their names, from Eleanor Bumpers to Breonna Taylor, say their names, from the four little girls in Alabama to Tamir Rice, say their names, from Gabriela Neverez to Tanisha Anderson, say their names, from Ezel Ford to Trayvon Martin, say their names, from George Floyd to Andrew Brown, say their names, from Atatiana Jefferson to Aura Roser, say their names, from Dante Wright to Stephon Clark, say their names, from Sandra Bland to Michelle Cousseau. The names go on and on and on, ad nauseum, ad infinitum. Many of the incidents that surround all of their executions, executions are different, but the constant is the inclusion of and not devoid of law enforcement. Yes, law enforcement, always in the mix, as I have so aptly defined them as the new clan in blue, leaving little or no doubt that those designated to protect and serve are here to protect the whites and serve up the blacks and browns summarily. When the members of law enforcement on the Capitol grounds saw the masses of whites heading towards them in that menacing attack mode that they were in and the reluctance to shoot was definitely a product of years and years of training whereby those that look like them are of no threat to the public at large. And in this case, the government. I remember years ago when I was in junior high school in the South Bronx, there was a phrase from the Revolutionary War. And it was said, don't shoot 
until you see the whites of their eyes. I believe the police, the Capitol Hill security guards, and many other branches of law enforcement have been trained to believe not to shoot when you see the white of their skin. They are not really a threat, believing that age-old commentary, there but for the grace of God go I. Yes, I realize I'm paraphrasing the whites of their eyes, but think about it. As a result of the White Wednesday attack on the Capitol, an attempted coup, I say yes, this was an attempt to overthrow the government and the people that elected Joseph R. Biden with over more than 10 million more votes than Donnie Tic Tac received. But these were not only so-called insurrectionists. In addition, and above all, these were homegrown domestic white terrorists and should be tried as such. By the way, there is quite a bit of dancing around the white elephant on the Capitol steps. I won't dance. If these were Black Lives Matters insurrectionists and they had stormed those steps, make no mistake, it would be as far as they would get. There would still be bloodstains on the steps of the Capitol and the bodies would be strewn all over the steps of the Capitol and the aftermath would be devastating for a multitude of blacks nationwide. They would be treated as the trespassers that those were on January 6th, 2021, or as I like to call it, White Wednesday, a date that should live in infamy for this country and how they didn't protect the people inside and outside their precious White House and proof positive that if you are white and en masse and being as violent as you possibly can, there is no fear of you being shot by attacking the most hallowed of locales. They went up those steps with reckless abandon, knowing there would be no consequences whatsoever, hearkening back to one of those, one of their most infamous taunts. They won't bother me. I'm free, white, and 21. And if not for the quick-thinking actions of one African-American security official, those quick-thinking, who was quick-thinking, was able to divert those white thugs and thuggets that were using the U.S. flags as weapons, along with their own brand of pepper and bear spray, and guns, zip ties, and a noose for their own brand of justice. No sooner than the arrest took place, minimal as they were, they were subsequently released. What a shock. That would not have been the case for any of the protesters of color that were not executed on the Capitol steps. They would be in for a long stay in the D.C. jails. No hesitation. And you can take that check to the bank. By the way, for your information, an insurrection is defined as an act or instance of rising in revolt, rebellion or resistance against civil authority. Whereas a terrorist attack, yes, a terrorist attack, attack is defined as a surprise attack involving the calculated use of violence against civilians. The motive behind such an attack will most likely be religious or political in nature. It will be carried out using methods designed to intimidate and instill fear. I wonder how this event would have been described if the individuals ascending those steps of the Capitol and entry into the hallowed halls of the People's House resembled people of color and Black Lives Matter. What was seen by the world 
and that station with all those alternative facts, Fox, would it have been an insurrection or would it have been a terrorist attack by thugs and thugettes? Just asking. White Wednesday, a date that should live in infamy. Ebony Contrarian, still listening and still learning. And I'm out. Welcome back to the conclusion of White Wednesday. Keep in mind that the rioting crowd are 99 and 9 tenths, probably even more, of the Caucasian persuasion and showed no fear of being stopped. Some might call it reckless abandon. I call it they were free, white, and 21 and had no fear of being stopped. Insurrection, sedition, a coup, an uprising, a case of tourists gone wild. You can call it whatever you want to call it. Make no mistake about it. Any of it. This was violence and an act of thuggery by homegrown white terrorists. For all intents and purposes, there should have been mass arrests and mass incarcerations. This is what white privilege left unchecked looks like. The attack on the Capitol building was not the actions of insurrectionists, seditionists, or protesters going awry. I contend that the psychotic sycophants that call themselves Americans that were following the lead of their so-called president who told them to go forth and take down the winners of the election and also take out his puppet of a vice president who refused to act in lockstep and decided that he could not in good conscience or legally ignore the fact that they lost the election. In addition, he could not go against the Constitution and take the roll call dignifying that Joseph R. Biden is the next president of these divided states of America. This was a concentrated and concerted effort designed to stop the ratification of Joe Biden as president. The date of January 6th was chosen not by chance, but pointedly chosen to stop the so-called democratic process. In addition, the timing of their assault on the Capitol was timed to stop the government from certifying the election results that would have placed a stamp on his losing the election and Joe Biden winning the election. Therefore, his puppet VP Pence would be amongst those that were targeted for death by the warring crowd, along with the Speaker of the House, Nancy Pelosi, who knew the ex-president or so-called commander-in-chief like a book and never let him get away with anything. She checked him at every turn, and he did not like it. These were white, domestic, homegrown terrorist thugs and thugettes. To call them anything less threatening would be an additional crime. By the way, the date in question, January 6th, 2021, should be heretofore referred to as White Wednesday, a date that should live in infamy right alongside 9-11, and December 7th. 
The major difference between these three catastrophic events, two were committed by foreign perpetrators. The Far East, the Japanese in 1941, and the Middle East. Still, there's a debate as to who exactly is responsible on 9-11. And then there's the most recent, committed by good old-fashioned, homegrown white terrorists, thugs and thugettes, the very same types of perpetrators that have, committing, have been committing crimes against African-Americans for over 400 years. 400 years. Additionally, I contend that the so-called insurrectionists are a microcosm of the 70 or so million voters that voted for the devil in 2016, along with the additional millions that voted for that very same demon in 2020. White Wednesday should be remembered as one of the darkest days in these divided states. And as I pointed out before in the past, the one some call 45, which I personally feel is disrespectful to both numbers, I have called the demon in chief, the orange elephant in the room, the orange apparition, the squatter. He is not the person or thing that we as a people should be concerned with. On the contrary, it's the millions of followers that voted for him and subsequently voted again and were joined by a few more million who we are living and walking side by side with that not only are in lockstep, lockstep with that very same demon, but would be willing to follow that demon into the gates of Hades wearing made in America gasoline drenched undergarments. White Wednesday is also proof positive that many, what many of us have known all too well for years, that many in law enforcement are not in the least bit concerned with protecting and serving those of us in color. All one needs to do is to think back to many of our monumental executions that we've witnessed since time immemorial, from Emmett Till to Jacob Blake, say their names, from Medgar Evers to MLK, say their names, from Malcolm X to Michael Brown, say their names, from Eleanor Bumpers to Breonna Taylor, say their names, from the four little girls in Alabama to Tamir Rice, say their names, from Gabriela Neverez to Tanisha Anderson, say their names, from Ezel Ford to Trayvon Martin, say their names, from George Floyd to Andrew Brown, say their names, from Atatiana Jefferson to Aura Roser, say their names, from Dante Wright to Stephon Clark, say their names, from Sandra Bland to Michelle Cousseau, the names go on and on and on, ad nauseum, ad infinitum. Many of the incidents that surround all of their executions, executions are different, but the constant is the inclusion of and not devoid of law enforcement. Yes, law enforcement, always in the mix as I have so aptly defined them as the new clan in blue, leaving little or no doubt that those designated to protect and serve are here to protect the whites and serve up the blacks and browns summarily. When the members of law enforcement on the Capitol grounds 
saw the masses of whites heading towards them in that menacing attack mode that they were in and the reluctance to shoot was definitely a product of years and years of training whereby those that look like them are of no threat to the public at large. And in this case, the government. I remember years ago when I was in junior high school in the South Bronx, there was a phrase from the Revolutionary War. And it was said, don't shoot until you see the whites of their eyes. I believe the police, the Capitol Hill security guards, and many other branches of law enforcement have been trained to believe not to shoot when you see the white of their skin. They are not really a threat, believing that age-old commentary, there but for the grace of God go I. Yes, I realize I'm paraphrasing the whites of their eyes, but think about it. As a result of the White Wednesday attack on the Capitol, an attempted coup, I say yes, this was an attempt to overthrow the government and the people that elected Joseph R. Biden with over more than 10 million more votes than Donnie Tic Tac received. But these were not only so-called insurrectionists. In addition, and above all, these were homegrown domestic white terrorists and should be tried as such. By the way, there is quite a bit of dancing around the white elephant on the Capitol steps. I won't dance. If these were Black Lives Matters insurrectionists and they had stormed those steps, make no mistake, it would be as far as they would get. There would still be bloodstains on the steps of the Capitol and the bodies would be strewn all over the steps of the Capitol and the aftermath would be devastating for a multitude of blacks nationwide. They would be treated as the trespassers that those were on January 6th, 2021, or as I like to call it, White Wednesday, a date that should live in infamy for this country and how they didn't protect the people inside and outside their precious White House and prove positive that if you are white and en masse and being as violent as you possibly can, there is no fear of you being shot by attacking the most hallowed of locales. They went up those steps with reckless abandon, knowing there would be no consequences whatsoever. Harkening back to one of those, one of their most infamous taunts. They won't bother me. I'm free, white, and 21. And if not for the quick thinking actions of one African-American security official, those quick thinking, who was quick thinking, was able to divert those white thugs and thuggets that were using the U.S. flags as weapons, along with their own brand of pepper and bear spray, and guns, zip ties, and a noose for their own brand of justice. No sooner than the arrest took place, minimal as they were, they were subsequently released. What a shock. That would not have been the case for any of the protesters of color that were not executed on the Capitol steps. They would be in for a long stay in the DC jails, no hesitation. And you can take that check to the bank. By the way, for your information, an insurrection is defined as an act or instance of rising in revolt, rebellion or resistance against civil authority. Whereas a terrorist attack, yes, a terrorist attack, attack is defined as a 
surprise attack involving the calculated use of violence against civilians. The motive behind such an attack will most likely be religious or political in nature. It will be carried out using methods designed to intimidate and instill fear. I wonder how this event would have been described if the individuals ascending those steps of the Capitol and entry into the hallowed halls of the People's House resembled people of color and Black Lives Matter. What was seen by the world and that station with all those alternative facts, Fox, would it have been an insurrection or would it have been a terrorist attack by thugs and thuggets? Just asking. White Wednesday, a date that should live in infamy. Ebony Contrarian, still listening and still learning. And I'm out. Good morning or good afternoon. Welcome to January 6th, 2021. The newest date that will live in infamy. Or as I like to call January 6th, White Wednesday. First, the facts. The words insurrection and insurrectionists are being widely used by news outlets and talking heads referring to the storming of the Capitol building and the rioters that were involved. Yes, the rioters. Some elected officials have leveled the accusation of sedition squarely at the feet of the former squatter-in-chief, including one Mayor Bill de Blasio of New York, along with Sam Licardo, mayor of San Jose, California, also a former federal prosecutor. In a statement... He said, the former president, and I quote, should be tried for sedition. What is sedition, you ask? A rising or rebellion of citizens against their government, usually manifested by acts of violence. According to Merriam-Webster of the dictionary fame, insurrection is the act of revolting against civil authority or an established government. Other definitions, like that of the Cambridge Dictionary, specify that the act is usually a violent one. What a shock. Sedition, defined as conduct or speech inciting people to rebel against the authority of a state or a monarch. A revolt or an incitement to revolt against established authority usually in the form of treason or defamation against government. Sedition is the crime of revolting or inciting revolt against government. However, because of the broad protection of free speech under the First Amendment, prosecutions for sedition are rare. Nevertheless, sedition remains a crime in these divided states and also is characterized by any statements made that create a clear and present danger to rights that the government may lawfully protect. The other word that's being thrown around is a coup or a coup d'etat. That's broadly characterized by Merriam-Webster as a sudden decisive exercise of force in politics, 
but particularly the violent overthrow or alteration of an existing government by a small group. Some have described the event on 1621 as a failed or attempted coup, since apparent efforts to overturn the presidential election have been unsuccessful, and they're still trying. Whatever you want to call it, there were casualties. Not like the casualties there would have been if those rioters were of the colorful edition. A police union representative says 140 officers injured in the Capitol riot. The physical toll on officers who defended the U.S. Capitol during the January 6th attack by the mob is becoming clearer day by day, with reports by police officials and federal prosecutors indicating that about 140 officers were injured. Officially, on January 6, 2021, the United States Capitol in Washington, D.C. was stormed during a riot and violent attack against police protecting the U.S. Congress. A mob of supporters of the former president attempted to overturn his defeat in the 2020 presidential election by disrupting the joint session of Congress, assembled to count electoral votes to formalize Joe Biden's victory. The Capitol complex was locked down and lawmakers and staff were evacuated while rioters occupied and vandalized the building for several hours. Five people died either shortly before, during, or after this event. One was shot, one died of a drug overdose, and three succumbed to natural causes. Natural causes. Call to action by their former president, thousands of his supporters gathered in Washington, D.C. on January 5th and 6th in support of his false claim or his big lie that the 2020 election had been stolen from him and to demand that the vice president, his vice president, and Congress reject Biden's victory. Starting at noon on January 6th at a Save America rally, the former head of these divided states repeated false claims of election irregularities and said, if you don't fight like hell, you're not going to have a country. These were his words. You need to fight like hell. Thousands of the attendees of the riot walked to the Capitol and hundreds reached police perimeters as Congress was beginning the electoral vote count. What timing, you might say. Many in the crowd stormed the building, occupying, vandalizing, and looting it for several hours. They assaulted Capitol Police and reporters, erected a gallows on the Capitol grounds, a gallows on the Capitol grounds, preparing to hang Mike Pence and also House Speaker Nancy Pelosi. This was a concerted effort by these individuals to do exactly what they were trying to do. The rioters occupied and ransacked the empty Senate chamber while federal law enforcement officers drew handguns to defend the evacuated House floor. Pipe bombs were found at the offices of the Democratic National Committee and the Republican National Committee. 
Molotov cocktails were discovered in a vehicle near the Capitol. The former president resisted sending in the National Guard to quell the mob. Of course, he was all for it. In a Twitter video, he continued to assert that the election was fraudulent, big lie, told his supporters to go home in peace. Uh-huh. The Capitol was cleared of rioters by mid-evening, and the counting of the electoral votes resumed and was completed in the early morning hours of January 7th. Vice President <clears throat> Pence declared President-elect Biden and Vice President-elect Kamala Harris, a black woman, victors and affirmed that they would assume office on January 20th. Pressured by his administration, the threat of removal, and numerous resignations, the former president, gets caught in my throat by the way, later committed to an orderly transition of power in a televised statement. The assault on the Capitol generated substantial global attention, the world was watching by the way, and was widely condemned by political leaders and organizations, both in the U.S. and internationally. That Midget Noam McConnell, then the Senate Majority Leader, called the storming of the Capitol a failed insurrection and said the Senate will not bow to lawlessness or intimidation. Several social media and technology companies suspended or banned the former president's accounts from their platforms. A week after the riot, the House of Representatives impeached him again for insurrection. It wasn't completed, by the way, because... Too many Republicans said no. His actions leading up to and following the riot, although many Republicans supported the attack, or at least did not blame him for it, as part of the investigations into the attack, the FBI opened more than 400 case files and more than 500 subpoenas and search warrants have been issued. More than 400 people have been charged with federal crimes, dozens of people present in Washington, D.C. on that day, including some who took part in the riot, were later found to be listed in the FBI's, wait for it, terrorist screening database. Most as suspected so-called, I emphasize that, white supremacists. Members of the anti-government paramilitary, the Oath Keepers, nonsensical, and the neo-fascists, Proud Boys. How stupid. Groups were charged with conspiracy for allegedly staging planning missions in the Capitol, although prosecutors subsequently acknowledged they do not have clear-cut evidence that the groups had any such plans prior to January 6th. In other words, this event was planned. I'll say it, and we know by who. Stay tuned for part two of White Wednesday, and why I call it that. Ebony Contrarian, listening and learning all about Capitol News. Good morning, or good afternoon. Welcome to January 6th, 2021. The newest state that will live in infamy or as I like to call January 6th, White Wednesday. First, the facts. The words insurrection and in insurrectionists 
are being widely used by news outlets and talking heads, referring to the storming of the Capitol building and the rioters that were involved. Yes, the rioters. Some elected officials have leveled the accusation of sedition squarely at the feet of the former squatter-in-chief, including one Mayor Bill de Blasio of New York, along with Sam Licardo, mayor of San Jose, California, also a former federal prosecutor. In a statement, he said, the former president, and I quote, should be tried for sedition. What is sedition, you ask? A rising or rebellion of citizens against their government, usually manifested by acts of violence. According to Merriam-Webster, of the dictionary fame, insurrection is the act of revolting against civil authority or an established government. Other definitions, like that of the Cambridge Dictionary, specify that the act is usually a violent one. What a shock. Sedition, defined as conduct or speech inciting people to rebel against the authority of a state or a monarch. A revolt or an incitement to revolt against established authority, usually in the form of treason or defamation against government. Sedition is the crime of revolting or inciting revolt against government. However, because of the broad protection of free speech under the First Amendment, prosecutions for sedition are rare. Nevertheless, sedition remains a crime in these divided states and also is characterized by any statements made that create a clear and present danger to rights that the government may lawfully protect. The other word that's being thrown around is a coup or a coup d'etat. That's broadly characterized by Merriam-Webster as a sudden decisive exercise of force in politics, but particularly the violent overthrow or alteration of an existing government by a small group. Some have described the event on 1621 as a failed or attempted coup, since apparent efforts to overturn the presidential election have been unsuccessful, and they're still trying. Whatever you want to call it, there were casualties. Not like the casualties there would have been if those rioters were of the colorful edition. A police union representative says 140 officers injured in the Capitol riot. The physical toll on officers who defended the U.S. Capitol during the January 6th attack by the mob is becoming clearer day by day with reports by police officials and federal prosecutors indicating that about 140 officers were injured. Officially, on January 6, 2021, the United States Capitol in Washington, D.C. was stormed during a riot and violent attack against police protecting the U.S. Congress. A mob of supporters of the former president attempted to overturn his defeat in the 2020 presidential election by disrupting the joint session of Congress, assembled to count electoral votes 
to formalize Joe Biden's victory. The Capitol complex was locked down and lawmakers and staff were evacuated while rioters occupied and vandalized the building for several hours. Five people died either shortly before, during, or after this event. One was shot, one died of a drug overdose, and three succumbed to natural causes. Natural causes. Call to action by their former president, thousands of his supporters gathered in Washington, D.C. on January 5th and 6th in support of his false claim or his big lie that the 2020 election had been stolen from him and to demand that the vice president, his vice president, and Congress reject Biden's victory. Starting at noon on January 6th at a Save America rally, the former head of these divided states repeated false claims of election irregularities and said, if you don't fight like hell, you're not going to have a country. These were his words. You need to fight like hell. Thousands of the attendees of the riot walked to the Capitol and hundreds reached police perimeters as Congress was beginning the electoral vote count. What timing, you might say. Many in the crowd stormed the building, occupying, vandalizing, and looting it for several hours. They assaulted Capitol Police and reporters, erected a gallows on the Capitol grounds, a gallows on the Capitol grounds, preparing to hang Mike Pence and also House Speaker Nancy Pelosi. This was a concerted effort by these individuals to do exactly what they were trying to do. The rioters occupied and ransacked the empty Senate chamber while federal law enforcement officers drew handguns to defend the evacuated House floor. Pipe bombs were found at the offices of the Democratic National Committee and the Republican National Committee. Molotov cocktails were discovered in a vehicle near the Capitol. The former president resisted sending in the National Guard to quell the mob. Of course, he was all for it. In a Twitter video, he continued to assert that the election was fraudulent, big lie, told his supporters to go home in peace. Uh Uh-huh. The Capitol was cleared of rioters by mid-evening, and the counting of the electoral votes resumed and was completed in the early morning hours of January 7th. Vice President Pence declared President-elect Biden and Vice President-elect Kamala Harris, a black woman, victors and affirmed that they would assume office on January 20th. Pressured by his administration, the threat of removal and numerous resignations, the former president, gets caught in my throat by the way, later committed to an orderly transition of power in a televised statement. The assault on the Capitol generated substantial global attention the world was watching, by the way, and was widely condemned by political leaders and organizations, both in the U.S. and internationally. That midget gnome, McConnell, then the Senate Majority Leader, called the storming of the Capitol a failed insurrection and said the Senate will not bow to lawlessness or intimidation. 
several social media and technology companies suspended or banned the former president's accounts from their platforms. A week after the riot, the House of Representatives impeached him again for insurrection. It wasn't completed, by the way, because too many Republicans said no. His actions leading up to and following the riot, although many Republicans supported the attack, or at least did not blame him for it, as part of the investigations into the attack, the FBI opened more than 400 case files and more than 500 subpoenas and search warrants have been issued. More than 400 people have been charged with federal crimes. Dozens of people present in Washington, D.C. on that day, including some who took part in the riot, were later found to be listed in the FBI's, wait for it, terrorist screening database. Most as suspected so-called, I emphasize that, white supremacists. Members of the anti-government paramilitary, the Oath Keepers, nonsensical, and the neo-fascists, Proud Boys, how stupid. Groups were charged with conspiracy for allegedly staging planning missions in the Capitol, although prosecutors subsequently acknowledged they do not have clear-cut evidence that the groups had any such plans prior to January 6th. In other words, this event was planned. I'll say it, and we know by who. Stay tuned for part two of White Wednesday and why I call it that. Ebony Contrarian, listening and learning all about Capitol News. Good morning or good afternoon. Welcome to January 6th, 2021. The newest date that will live in infamy or as I like to call January 6th, White Wednesday. First, the facts. The words insurrection and insurrectionists are being widely used by news outlets and talking heads, referring to the storming of the Capitol building and the rioters that were involved. Yes, the rioters. Some elected officials have leveled the accusation of sedition squarely at the feet of the former squatter-in-chief, including one Mayor Bill de Blasio of New York, along with Sam Licardo, Mayor of San Jose, California, also a former federal prosecutor. In a statement, he said, the former president, and I quote, should be tried for sedition. What is sedition, you ask? a rising or rebellion of citizens against their government, usually manifested by acts of violence. According to Merriam-Webster of the dictionary fame, insurrection is the act of revolting against civil authority or an established government. Other definitions, like that of the Cambridge Dictionary, specify that the act is usually a violent one. What a shock. Sedition, defined as conduct or speech inciting people to rebel against the authority of a state or a monarch. A revolt or an incitement to revolt 
against established authority, usually in the form of treason or defamation against government. Sedition is the crime of revolting or inciting revolt against government. However, because of the broad protection of free speech under the First Amendment, prosecutions for sedition are rare. Nevertheless, sedition remains a crime in these divided states and also is characterized by any statements made that create a clear and present danger to rights that the government may lawfully protect. The other word that's being thrown around is a coup or a coup d'etat. That's broadly characterized by Merriam-Webster as a sudden decisive exercise of force in politics, but particularly the violent overthrow or alteration of an existing government by a small group. Some have described the event on 1621 as a failed or attempted coup, since apparent efforts to overturn the presidential election have been unsuccessful, and they're still trying. Whatever you want to call it, there were casualties. Not like the casualties there would have been if those rioters were of the colorful edition. A police union representative says 140 officers injured in the Capitol riot. The physical toll on officers who defended the U.S. Capitol during the January 6th attack by the mob is becoming clearer day by day with reports by police officials and federal prosecutors indicating that about 140 officers were injured. Officially, on January 6, 2021, the United States Capitol in Washington, D.C. was stormed during a riot and violent attack against police protecting the U.S. Congress. A mob of supporters of the former president attempted to overturn his defeat in the 2020 presidential election by disrupting the joint session of Congress, assembled to count electoral votes to formalize Joe Biden's victory. The Capitol complex was locked down and lawmakers and staff were evacuated while rioters occupied and vandalized the building for several hours. Five people died either shortly before, during, or after this event. One was shot, one died of a drug overdose, and three succumbed to natural causes. Natural causes. Call to action by their former president, thousands of his supporters gathered in Washington, D.C. on January 5th and 6th in support of his false claim or his big lie that the 2020 election had been stolen from him and to demand that the vice president, his vice president, and Congress reject Biden's victory. Starting at noon on January 6th at a Save America rally, the former head of these divided states repeated false claims of election irregularities and said, if you don't fight like hell, you're not going to have a country. These were his words. You need to fight like hell. Thousands of the attendees of the riot walked to the Capitol and hundreds breached police perimeters as Congress was beginning the electoral vote count. 
What timing, you might say. Many in the crowd stormed the building, occupying, vandalizing, and looting it for several hours. They assaulted Capitol Police and reporters, erected a gallows on the Capitol grounds, a gallows on the Capitol grounds, preparing to hang Mike Pence and also House Speaker Nancy Pelosi. This was a concerted effort by these individuals to do exactly what they were trying to do. The rioters occupied and ransacked the empty Senate chamber while federal law enforcement officers drew handguns to defend the evacuated House floor. Pipe bombs were found at the offices of the Democratic National Committee and the Republican National Committee. Molotov cocktails were discovered in a vehicle near the Capitol. The former president resisted sending in the National Guard to quell the mob. Of course, he was all for it. In a Twitter video, he continued to assert that the election was fraudulent, big lie, told his supporters to go home in peace. Uh Uh-huh. The Capitol was cleared of rioters by mid-evening, and the counting of the electoral votes resumed and was completed in the early morning hours of January 7th. Vice President Pence declared President-elect Biden and Vice President-elect Kamala Harris, a black woman, victors and affirmed that they would assume office on January 20th. Pressured by his administration, the threat of removal, and numerous resignations, the former president, gets caught in my throat by the way, later committed to an orderly transition of power in a televised statement. The assault on the Capitol generated substantial global attention. The world was watching, by the way, and was widely condemned by political leaders and organizations, both in the U.S. and internationally. That midget gnome, McConnell, then the Senate Majority Leader, called the storming of the Capitol a failed insurrection and said the Senate will not bow to lawlessness or intimidation. Several social media and technology companies suspended or banned the former president's accounts from their platforms. A week after the riot, the House of Representatives impeached him again for insurrection. It wasn't completed, by the way, because too many Republicans said no. His actions leading up to and following the riot, although many Republicans supported the attack or at least did not blame him for it, As part of the investigations into the attack, the FBI opened more than 400 case files and more than 500 subpoenas and search warrants have been issued. More than 400 people have been charged with federal crimes. Dozens of people present in Washington, D.C. on that day, including some who took part in the riot, were later found to be listed in the FBI's, wait for it, terrorist screening database most as suspected so-called, I emphasize that, white supremacists. Members of the anti-government paramilitary, the Oath Keepers, nonsensical, and the neo-fascists, proud boys, how stupid, groups were charged with conspiracy for allegedly staging planning missions in the Capitol, although prosecutors subsequently acknowledged They do not have clear-cut evidence that the groups had any such plans 
prior to January 6th. In other words, this event was planned. I'll say it, and we know by who. Stay tuned for part two of White Wednesday and why I call it that. Ebony Contrarian, listening and learning all about Capital News. Good morning, or good afternoon. Welcome to January 6th, 2021. The newest state that will live in infamy. Or as I like to call January 6th, White Wednesday. First, the facts. The words insurrection and insurrectionists are being widely used by news outlets and talking heads referring to the storming of the Capitol building and the rioters that were involved. Yes, the rioters. Some elected officials have leveled the accusation of sedition squarely at the feet of the former squatter-in-chief, including one Mayor Bill de Blasio of New York, along with Sam Licardo, mayor of San Jose, California, also a former federal prosecutor. In a statement... He said, the former president, and I quote, should be tried for sedition. What is sedition, you ask? A rising or rebellion of citizens against their government, usually manifested by acts of violence. According to Merriam-Webster of the dictionary fame, insurrection is the act of revolting against civil authority or an established government. Other definitions, like that of the Cambridge Dictionary, specify that the act is usually a violent one. What a shock. Sedition, defined as conduct or speech inciting people to rebel against the authority of a state or a monarch. A revolt or an incitement to revolt against established authority usually in the form of treason or defamation against government. Sedition is the crime of revolting or inciting revolt against government. However, because of the broad protection of free speech under the First Amendment, prosecutions for sedition are rare. Nevertheless, sedition remains a crime in these divided states and also is characterized by any statements made that create a clear and present danger to rights that the government may lawfully protect. The other word that's being thrown around is a coup or a coup d'etat. That's broadly characterized by Merriam-Webster as a sudden decisive exercise of force in politics, but particularly the violent overthrow or alteration of an existing government by a small group. Some have described the event on 1621 as a failed or attempted coup, since apparent efforts to overturn the presidential election have been unsuccessful. And they're still trying. Whatever you want to call it, there were casualties. Not like the casualties there would have been if those rioters were of the colorful edition. 
A police union representative says 140 officers injured in the Capitol riot. The physical toll on officers who defended the U.S. Capitol during the January 6th attack by the mob is becoming clearer day by day, with reports by police officials and federal prosecutors indicating that about 140 officers were injured. Officially, on January 6, 2021, the United States Capitol in Washington, D.C. was stormed during a riot and violent attack against police protecting the U.S. Congress. A mob of supporters of the former president attempted to overturn his defeat in the 2020 presidential election by disrupting the joint session of Congress assembled to count electoral votes to formalize Joe Biden's victory. The Capitol complex was locked down and lawmakers and staff were evacuated while rioters occupied and vandalized the building for several hours. Five people died either shortly before, during, or after this event. One was shot, one died of a drug overdose, and three succumbed to natural causes. Natural causes. Call to action by their former president, thousands of his supporters gathered in Washington, D.C. on January 5th and 6th in support of his false claim or his big lie that the 2020 election had been stolen from him and to demand that the vice president, his vice president, and Congress reject Biden's victory. Starting at noon on January 6th at a Save America rally, the former head of these divided states repeated false claims of election irregularities and said, if you don't fight like hell, you're not going to have a country. These were his words. You need to fight like hell. Thousands of the attendees of the riot walked to the Capitol and hundreds reached police perimeters as Congress was beginning the electoral vote count. What timing, you might say. Many in the crowd stormed the building, occupying, vandalizing, and looting it for several hours. They assaulted Capitol Police and reporters, erected a gallows on the Capitol grounds, a gallows on the Capitol grounds, preparing to hang Mike Pence and also House Speaker Nancy Pelosi. This was a concerted effort by these individuals to do exactly what they were trying to do. The rioters occupied and ransacked the empty Senate chamber while federal law enforcement officers drew handguns to defend the evacuated House floor. Pipe bombs were found at the offices of the Democratic National Committee and the Republican National Committee. Molotov cocktails were discovered in a vehicle near the Capitol. The former president resisted sending in the National Guard to quell the mob. Of course, he was all for it. In a Twitter video, he continued to assert that the election was fraudulent, big lie, told his supporters to go home in peace. Uh Uh-huh. The Capitol was cleared of rioters by mid-evening, and the counting of the electoral votes resumed and was completed in the early morning hours of January 7th. Vice President Pence declared President-elect Biden 
and Vice President-elect Kamala Harris, a black woman, victors and affirmed that they would assume office on January 20th. Pressured by his administration, the threat of removal, and numerous resignations, the former president, gets caught in my throat by the way, later committed to an orderly transition of power in a televised statement. The assault on the Capitol generated substantial global attention. The world was watching, by the way, and was widely condemned by political leaders and organizations, both in the U.S. and internationally. That midget gnome, McConnell, then the Senate Majority Leader, called the storming of the Capitol a failed insurrection and said the Senate will not bow to lawlessness or intimidation. Several social media and technology companies suspended or banned the former president's accounts from their platforms. A week after the riot, the House of Representatives impeached him again for insurrection. It wasn't completed, by the way, because too many Republicans said no. His actions leading up to and following the riot, although many Republicans supported the attack, or at least did not blame him for it, as part of the investigations into the attack, the FBI opened more than 400 case files and more than 500 subpoenas and search warrants have been issued. More than 400 people have been charged with federal crimes. Dozens of people present in Washington, D.C. on that day, including some who took part in the riot, were later found to be listed in the FBI's, wait for it, terrorist screening database most as suspected so-called, I emphasize that, white supremacists. Members of the anti-government paramilitary, the Oath Keepers, nonsensical, and the neo-fascists, Proud Boys, how stupid. Groups were charged with conspiracy for allegedly staging planning missions in the Capitol, although prosecutors subsequently acknowledged they do not have clear-cut evidence that the groups had any such plans prior to January 6th. In other words, this event was planned. I'll say it, and we know by who. Stay tuned for part two of White Wednesday and why I call it that. Ebony Contrarian, listening and learning all about Capitol News.